Are we ready? Yeah. All right. Welcome in. Oh, dude, I always come in too hot. Always How hot? hot? The hottest. Yeah, dude, on fire. All right, guys. Welcome in to episode 18 of Sweat Bets. This is the, I mean, I, I don't know what to call this episode. I guess it's the Super Bowl wrap up and the, the transition to the uh, off season. Yeah. Uh, what, is there a word for that? Am I yeah, just it's All Star Weekend. Okay, I mean, yeah, All Star Weekend typically well, happens before, but but like we're like not like we're not ending the season. We're yeah, going wait, into but it can't be All Star Weekend though because we had Pro Bowl weekend. We we took yeah. off for Pro Bowl week the week before uh, the Super. Okay, Bowl. yeah, fair. My yep, all right. That's spoiled. I don't know. I don't know All what right. to do now. It, it's just the it. uh, today's the Mardi Gras is canceled episode since I'm coming to you live from New Orleans. Could have never known. Yeah. Never known. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Something like that. Anyway, um, crazy Super Bowl. What you think about it, Delmas? Uh, honestly, I was kind of surprised of the bucks winning and i, know yeah, I, I think shouldn't most have been. people were i mean maybe not surprised i mean i think a lot of people were surprised about the bucks winning but i think yeah. most people were definitely surprised about the way the game went yeah dude i don't, I don't understand that i did not understand how the chiefs came out there just laid an egg yeah they've been so good all year they i mean even last they, go back to last year's super bowl they were down big come back and, yeah. and that, but you i feel like we were on the seat just like waiting for that to happen Everybody was even, mm-hmm. even with like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter and they were down like, what was it like 28 to nine? I think yeah. at that point that might've not been there. It might've been 21 to nine at that point, but either way, even then everybody is still like one score and they're in it, you know, but I mean, yeah. hats off to the Bucks defense. They were lights out. Absolutely. And, Shout out to yeah, Brady too. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady was, I mean, you know, which he, isn't a surprise. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that's his game. But yeah. I think the the real edge that Tom Brady brings, and I think a lot of people are aware of this, but maybe don't talk about it enough, is the mental edge. He has a mental edge over, I think, anybody in the entire league. Yeah. Nobody well, th- gets yeah. in his mental in, in that zone. I think – and I think it goes back to just like the amount of times you've been there. It's his 10th time there. The yeah. bright lights, the big stage doesn't phase him anymore. This is like I saw someone tweet that Tom Brady's kids go to a uh, they go to the Super Bowl and sit on the stage after after winning like normal families go to Disney World. Yeah, literally, it's, it's ridiculous. Like they there. N- normal families don't go to Disney World that often, Delmas. <laughs> oh, you know, but you know, well, yeah, okay, not normal families, not not to give shade to our Disney families out there, but still, but, the Disney but you know what I mean. Like they go, like it's so nonchalant. Like they're going yeah. to Disney World. Like they're not going. They're not on the stage for the Super Bowl. Like nothing's whole, different to them. The whole act like you've been there before doesn't even apply to them because they've just been there so many times. They live there. Yeah, they fucking live there. Um. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Um. I saw a stat the other day. Let's see. I think it was since he turned 37, he's won five Super Bowls. It, he's won. I saw. Yeah, I think it was like he's won two, or maybe he's played in five Super Bowls since he turned 37. It was. I think it was like when he was 20, he had two Super Bowl rings. In his 30s, he won three. And or no, he won four, and then he's won two. Yeah, that's insane, dude. He's won 
multiple Super Bowls after the age, and I wish I could give credit to whoever I saw tweet this, but they made a really good point. He's yeah. won more Super Bowls after the age that most quarterbacks quit at mm-hmm. than most quarterbacks will win in their entire career. It's crazy. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. It's I mean, it just it's a testament to like really buying into the system. And we had that, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season when he decided to go play for Tampa Bay, there was that big like, well, who's the, who's the the goat, Brady or Belichick? Like, who's yeah. the one for the ses- success? And I don't think this really answers that question. Mm. Um, but I think what it is a testament to is when Tom Brady came into the league. Obviously, he had his like kind of underdog mindset, but I think he really bought into Bill Belichick's system, and yeah, as a result, he's like. Uh, molded by it like he is a walking version of bill belichick's system, yeah to the point where he can literally go to freaking tampa bay i mean don't get me wrong he recruited some studs there but you can go to tampa bay and just win a super bowl yeah i mean absolutely it's and i don't want to say like like i know like saying like system quarterback because he's not a system quarterback but he he buys into where he is. Yeah, and like he bought into the system in New England. He bought into the system in Tampa Bay and brought things from New England. I mean, yeah. at one point, like when they were down, like like not really like their best of their their part of their season. I think Bruce Arians finally switched it over and let Brady start doing uh, making the calls. Yeah, like, gave, that's just gave him the keys. Gave him the keys to the Chrysler, and look what happened. He's in the yeah. driver's seat once again. Yeah, I mean, it's uh their run that they had is impressive, and it's. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that factor into that. They had the latest uh-huh. bye week out of anybody in the season. Yep. Um, that, that definitely helps. This doesn't make that big of a difference, but it definitely helps. Yeah. Um, Leonard Fournette players like Leonard Fournette came on strong at the right time. And also while, while we were kind of waiting for Leonard Fournette to come on strong, Ronald Jones was doing a great job carrying that weight. Yeah, and honestly, he didn't get enough like credit where it was due. Like Leonard Fournette yeah. just came in, just outshined him at the end. Of yeah, the he just Leonard Fournette just came in and he looked like LSU Leonard Fournette almost, and high it's school like, Leonard Fournette just. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you put uh, Ronald Jones back in the game? You know, if freaking Leonard Fournette is, I mean, if he's unstoppable. Yep. Uh, speaking of Tampa Bay running backs, did uh, shout out Lashawn McCoy. Two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Not playing. <laughs> Zero plays in both Super Bowls. But my man celebrated like he won it. Yes, him. dude. That's, so that's good for status. Him. I saw him with the uh the Oakley goggles on his neck. The Oakley goggles, cigar in mouth. Like yeah. the guy was living big, no doubt. So shout Probably out the most energy in the whole locker room. Honestly, I think it was either him or somebody else put up a video and they were just videoing um Brady and they're like, look, man, this man doesn't even care to be here right now. He's like, usually just sitting in his locker, like packing it up while everyone's celebrating. Like, everyone's got ski it's goggles so on. So casual to him. So casual to him. Like, I he said, was turned today at the parade, though. Actually, it was hilarious. That that's you never see Tom Brady like that. I know. I was thinking that too. It's, it's kind of refreshing to see him just kind of like let loose. It feels like he's. It feels like he's finally like proud of what he's accomplished. It, it made him more human. Like looking yeah. at him, like stumbling around, drunk off his ass, and yeah. then tweeting. He's like, nothing <laughs> yeah, to see here. Tweet. Just, just avocado tequila, yeah. which is a wild. Well, let me just say that was, that's what's such a wild thing. Yeah, that was that. uh, that was gold. He threw the Lombardi Trophy off the boat. 
that was crazy to Gronk. I mean, I mean, yeah. but if two are gonna do it, if he's gonna throw it to somebody, it's gotta be Gronk, right? Dude, I didn't realize how far that throw was. I saw like a side view from it. That was like mm-hmm. at least like 15, 20 feet. And Gronk doesn't have the best history with keeping that thing safe. That's true. That is true. Gronk is not a person I would trust with a trophy. Mm-mm. Especially like I think those their last their last Super Bowl, they went to uh Fenway to show it off and Julian Adelman threw him a pat or uh, threw him a pitch, and he used it as a a, a bat to bunt it. Oh, put a dent my. In the top oh yeah, of it. he put a dent in it. He put a dent in the top of it. So yeah, yeah. I um, I don't know. That dude is a a character. Also important to mention. Um, I told you guys all to bet on Blue Gatorade last week. You did. What did we get? We got Blue Gatorade, baby. But did you bet it? Did you end up betting? Yes, it? of course I did. Yeah, I did not. Blue Gatorade yeah. saved my prop bets. I called, um, and you know, we, we have a very huge list of loyal listeners. So Absolutely. not that I even need to repeat these picks, but the under hit, the uh, Bucks obviously covered, uh, and then Blue Gatorade. Those three right there. A lot of my prop bets missed, but those three right there kept me net positive on the week. So I was pretty stoked about that. I put a last minute bet on Rob Gronkowski to score the first touchdown. Um, That's and that huge. saved me. That saved me. He was plus 2,000. Dude, he scored two. T- I don't know how he did. I mean, he could have made a case for MVP. Yeah, he had 67 yards, uh, six catches, I believe, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Two. I mean, that first touchdown, obviously crucial. Second touchdown, crucial. Yeah. Absolutely. And then by the time Leonard Fournette scored, it was like, all right, the game's over. Which at that point I think it made it twenty eight to nine. Yeah, well, and just going back to it, the Chiefs only kicking field goals in that game, disgusting. Yeah. Also, disgusting. also that's another one. I'm glad you brought that up. That's another one. Over three and a half field goals. Didn't have that one. I did um, have the over on the yardage though, forty six and a half. Oh yeah, cash I think money. you even sold me on that one too. Because mm, I brought that Bucker's up. A cannon leg. And yeah, and I I, I sprinkle actually. I, Put a lot of free play on the first score not to be a touchdown so that was a double winner oh yeah right there off the bat yeah the the prop bets made the game fun that that's the best time of the year is yeah. prop, prop bet prop, season the prop bets made the game fun um otherwise it was i mean it was a slow domination by tampa bay it a lot of people thought it was boring i actually kind of and, and this is going to sound weird. I actually like the Chiefs offense. And I like watching them succeed. Like, that's fun to me. But I enjoyed watching the Chiefs just get shut down. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, we're looking at a real defense right now. And like like the um, Seahawks against the Broncos and like the Broncos against the Panthers, the defense, man. You, you If it's defense versus offense and you, they're, both at, they're both peaking, take the yep. defense. I then honestly, I talked myself out of it. Should have gone with it. I I would have looked like an idiot at the end of the day. I don't feel as big of an idiot losing that now. But if I would have bet the Bucks and the Chiefs would have won, that's when I would have felt like an idiot, big yeah. time. Yeah, like it's like you said last time. It's one of those things. It's like either way, you're like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because it's like, dude, what you bet against the Chiefs, and then the other flip side is that you bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yep. So now's my chance to cash that in. Dude, Delmas, you really bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah look, you ca- cash it out. Like I said, yeah. I'd rather just die on that hill. I did it. Yeah, there you it. go. There you go. I died on that hill. Died uh, on that and the over. Think about it. People, I mean, people have died on that hill a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Absolutely. there's a, a few times where they've been resurrected off of that hill. Like, but I mean, heads who, to, do what? what I said heads to next year. Yeah. Head yeah. Forward. Heads next, next year. Heads to next year. Yeah. Um, I was pretty dis- disappointed in the coin toss. I was really banking yep. on tails. I was nervous that was cool. when that happened. I was like, well, shoot, dang. <laughs> we are off to a bad start. I, I'm like, why did I put that much money on a coin toss? Like, yep. Why did I bet the coin toss? Yeah. Yeah. Shit on my face. That's all I could think of right there. Uh, I was pretty stoked to see the national anthem turn around and cash the over two minutes. Huge two seventeen, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, dude. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's almost money in the bank every year now. I might take the over on the national anthem every single time. I uh, didn't. It didn't hit last year. That was the. That was the. I one. thought it did hit. I thought you said the last little like. Uh, that was the year. The Whoa, okay, yeah. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I lost one year. I can't remember which year it was. One, but yes, one year it did because it's it's it said the last word twice, and I'm sorry for being un-American, not telling you what the last word is because my brain's kind of a little mush right now still. Freedom uh, ring, no, brave. They said brave yeah. twice. Brave, See? yeah. All right, back to being American. Yeah. Um. Anyway, though, yeah, that's. I feel like I'm going to take that bet every year now. Absolutely. Like the Why over on, because, especially this year, it's like. The way this year's been, the fact that it was two people singing it, and the mm-hmm. fact that people just want camera time, man, and they want that yep. that pizzazz. I just want to talk about how disgusting it was that I didn't get to watch the national anthem because the house party that I was at watching the game, they had the NFL Network on for some reason and just lost track of time. So I didn't, I missed it all. Barely what? got in for, yep, barely got in time for the for the uh, coin flip. Goodness, they had the NFL Network on. Yeah, I cut CBS on at four, bro. I cut CBS on at four. I should have. in bed. That's on me. That's on me. You watch. Uh, you watch it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. That's depressing. Yeah, New Chris, Orleans is uh, a ghost town right now. Chris, what did you do for the Super Bowl? I sat in my house and watched it in my recliner. There you go. Good, good. Dad life. Dad life. <laughs> married life. Yeah, married life. That's actually goals, uh, but. Yeah, I um the the watching it in a recliner, not not being married. Not um, yeah. ew. Uh, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, Disgusting. The, the yeah, the, I was gonna go out, but like I said, New Orleans is. We ended up going out like walking around afterwards. Um, yeah, but it's empty, dude. It, like it's a ghost town. Yeah, and also like, what do I want to watch that with a bunch of greasy Saints fans? Saints fan? No, not me. No, uh, not, not you. Me. Not me. You got the wrong man's. <laughs> yeah, I um. Yeah, so I just watched it in my hotel room. Um, but yeah, like I said, turned on CBS at four and just soaked it all in. It felt great, man. I was I felt like a sense of accomplishment, like we made it, you know. And I and uh proud of the the NFL for getting through it and you know, not causing any serious injuries. Hopefully we don't see a, a huge spike or something, but I'm I'm sure we'll see a little spike. But you know. I'm willing to risk other people's lives to, for the Super Bowl. I, 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 I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> That's a joke, say, by the way. That's a joke. Yep, That's a joke. yep, yep. Um, but, you know, they're going to die anyway, so what are you going to do? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, nonetheless, Super Bowl was fun. I'm trying to think if there's any other good bets that I cashed on. Oh, one that I found late was the first the, the opening kickoff to not be a touchback. That was huge. 
Oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, Plus one forty. Yeah, I, I, another one I found. Uh, Leonard Fournette over forty nine yards. So easy, so easy, dude. Yeah, that was big. That was big. I I put a lot of I put a lot of ba- eggs in my baskets into uh, uh, Damian Williams. D- Damian Williams or Daryl Williams? Damian Williams, right? Running back. Uh yeah, I think it is Damian Williams. I think it's Damian Williams. I had a uh, uh, the FanDuel did like a boosted odds, and it was over eighty yards. Clyde Edwards Alaire and Damian Williams o- or over eighty yards, and it was like plus three hundred. And I maxed out fifty dollars on it, and I thought that was gonna hit. They hit like six, sixty-nine yards. Oh, combined over eighty. Yeah, combined. And Daryl Williams was only or uh, Damian Williams was only like five of them. Yeah, dude, Clyde Edwards-Alaire really wasn't running the ball that bad. I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. with the way Patrick Mahomes was getting chased around. I was kind of surprised that they didn't kind of try to – like, out of halftime, they ran. You could see that they were kind of trying to push the the uh, envelope with um, running the ball. You could see that yeah. they were kind of feeding Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and I think Damian Williams got a couple carries in there too. And it was it was pretty, looking pretty successful. Five yards here, four yards here, six, seven yeah. yards there. Um, but they kind of got away from it, and that's a little disappointing uh, for me because some someone like Andy Reid, I feel like everybody talks about, and and he's you know uh, being being enemy or whatever the offense coordinator is, you know, they, yeah, they both deserve equal blame and credit for the success and failures. But someone like Andy Reid, I've always like thought of him to be such a good like just a good offensive style coach, like makes make mm-hmm. stuff happen. And so I was disappointed that the way they just kept letting Patrick Mahomes just run around. They just he was running for his life. The that Chiefs offensive line was obviously a little tore up, but yep. there was no pass blocking, none. Nope. And I mean, uh, Chris actually mentioned this earlier. I mean, there were the plays that Mahomes got off, even yeah. with having zero time in the pocket. Well, technical plays getting getting caught out because they were not complete but hitting hitting his wide receivers in the hands in the face like yeah dude throwing that, on a dime that, 90 that degrees one in the throw air. dude it's that's fucking ridiculous that's tyree insane. kill dropped an easy touchdown yeah. for him an easy touchdown for him i would say that like i do this visual every time that i watch a football game now is just like i am like the number one offensive coach or offensive coordinator oh, defensive coordinator yeah. head coach GM yeah, oh yeah. in the fucking league. Easily. But I'm just sitting my lazy ass on the couch. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. But even even if we were the number one offensive coordinator, defense coordinators in the league, the players still got to make the plays. Yeah, absolutely. The plays are there. You got to catch the ball, bro. Mm-hmm. You're in the Super Bowl. And what do you do? You play to win the what? You play to win the game. Uh-huh. You play to win the Super Bowl. Yep. That's what yep. Tom Brady this did. Is, this is not practice. No, this ain't no practice. Yeah, no um, practice. I was pleasantly surprised with the Bucks. I mean, I say pleasantly surprised. They're good defense. I was expecting them to be good, but the way that they were yeah. so dominant, Shaquille Barrett <clears throat> is so fast. It's oh ridiculous, my goodness, dude. He's faster than Patrick Mahomes. He's straight up faster than Patrick Mahomes. He was getting after that ass. Yeah, <laughs> it was, dude. And like he it was, was like instant. Yeah, it was from the jump. They were on his ass, and they did not give it up. Like. You would thought that, like, at the end of the game, all right, you're up, whatever. The, the, the Chiefs will now score, like, a pointless touchdown. Nope. On your ass. This yeah. Is, uh, yeah. We're holding you on nine points. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they didn't have, have nothing. 
I can't think of that dude's name right now. Of course, the dude that threw up the peace sign to uh, Tyree Kill. Oh yeah, because he 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 hit him with that in the regular yeah. season game and flipped on his ass. Absolutely ruthless, dude. Absolutely ruthless. Peace it, sign backflip into the end zone is disgusting. Yeah, disrespectful. That, that is yeah. Peace sign backflip in the end zone is is very close to um, not being able to have a comeback to, but one of yeah. the very few comebacks is being able to throw that peace sign back at that person as you're winning the Super Bowl. Yep. Absolutely. That, that, that was like, that's a, that should, that should be a great win for, I can't, like you said, I can't. And it's Antoine Winfield, maybe. That sounds, or Whitfield or, it, I don't know. Uh, are you reading He was it? going that, crazy out there. <laughs> he was going great. Hey, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like I said, I can't think of his uh, his last name um, or his. I'm almost positive his first name is Antoine, but I can't think of his last name. But threw up the mm-hmm. deuces. I, I was like, at first, I was like, damn. But then you know, they kind of started uncovering the whole like, hey, this is the guy that got torched uh, in the regular yeah. season. And I was like, all right, well, good for him then. Let him have it. Yeah, it's a it's a good redemption story. Leonard Fournette, uh, genius tweet today about JPP only having seven fingers. Did you see the the second one after that, or which one did you see? I, I saw I saw the one about JPP getting after their ass with only seven fingers, and then yeah. later I saw the one about him thinking JPP had more than seven fingers. On yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that was a good one, dude. For real though, what a legend! Winning a Super Bowl with seven fingers. You know he's undefeated in the playoffs. What? He's never lost a playoff game. Oh, did, what did he ever go to the playoff? Well, yeah. Wait, he was on those uh, the, Giants, the Giants teams. Giants teams. Holy, was he on both of them? Yes. No, no, no. He was, was on one say, of them. Damn, he was on one of them. Old. He was drafted in twelve, I think. I think that's what I saw. Or I, I was listening to radio today, and they were talking about it. Um, I believe that he is. He's never lost a game. A playoff game, and he's been on that one uh, Giants Super Bowl team and this Bucks team as well. Damn, what a flex. Mm-hmm. Huge. Dak Prescott, well, never mind. Never mind. Well, that's not get crazy now. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to roast him, but I'm not going to. And just to bring up again, Tom Brady still has the same amount of NFC playoff game wins as the legend of New Orleans, Noodle Arm Breeze. Yeah, so that actually, that actually is a good transition point. Delmas, what is with the city of New Orleans coming for your throat on Twitter? Dude, I okay start things off i've developed beef with the city of new orleans i trash talk the saints the pelicans honestly the pelicans i've kind of moved into the driver's seat of just hate yeah and it has to do with people out there that are just so far up zion williams ass and just do not give respect to john morant they need to and look they're like, well, look at the stat lines. Look at the stat lines. Yeah, well, John Morant was 6'9 and sat under the fucking rim for yeah. the entire game. <laughs> He'd have 30 points, 12 rebounds as well. But no, he's leading a team because he's the point guard. He's not just a he's not a, a role or he's not a a piece to the puzzle. He is the puzzle. That's yeah. the thing. He shares the fucking well. He's got a double double right now. What's Zion doing? They're not playing a game. He's sitting on his ass. I don't know what he's doing. Probably yeah. eating some etouffee. There, but, yeah, more than likely. It's ridiculous. So get out of my mentions, you angsty ass Saints fans. Realize that different players have different roles, and no, oh, well, Damian Lillard does it. Well, Damian Lillard takes. You said 40 Saints shots fans. Game. Uh, either they're the same. They're person. one in the, the same. same. Yeah, they're, they're, they're one in the, the same. same. They're one in the same. Saint and other Saints fans just like get off my dick that I've never seen 
the Dolphins win uh, a Super Bowl. Take that up with my parents. That's not my choice that I was born in 96 and not 72. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I cannot control that. But still, at the end of the day, the team that I pull for has more Super Bowls than yours. And you've only smelled success. Here's recent. You are on this high horse right now thinking that, oh, my God, the Saints, like, you, you Dolphins, you've just watched them lose. Like, where were you in the early 2000s? Did you yeah. have a bag on your head? Back Probably when they not. were called the Aints. Yeah, that's the thing is these, 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 these people out here talking so much shit about it. They were probably the ones in the closet, like not even like bringing their saint stuff out. It's ridiculous. Definitely. It's ridiculous. Like I've been through the pain. Like I'll I'll tell you that I'm like one of the most miserable uh, sports fans out there, but you don't see me bitching. Well, I do bitch, but like, I'm just not, I'm not angry, Yeah. but I am angry. Like it's my, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's my fault. So I, you know, I, I like to throw shade at the saints just as much as anybody, but Absolutely. I'm going to take a second to shit on the Pelicans here too. I think lately Pelicans fans have some kind of idea of their team that's not realistic because of the hype surrounding Zion, right? So they have this idea that they're like, I feel like they have this idea that they're on the brink of being a contender when in reality, yeah. Yeah. Lonzo Ball wants out of there. Brandon Ingram probably wants out of there. And then in three and a half years, um, Zion Williamson's going to hit the door too. Absolutely. With any good talent and in, in, in the Pelicans, Hornets, whatever uh, franchise you want to claim, couldn't keep Chris Paul. Couldn't keep Anthony Davis. Nobody you couldn't keep fucking a, a Mecca Okafor. Like, <laughs> Jesus. It's Nobody just a rotating door. It's a rotating door. Yeah, and, it's and Zion Zion got traded there, obviously, so you can't just expect him to fall in love with the place, but he's now surrounded by great tra- pieces, well, especially drafted. for his style of play. For but, his style of yeah. – wait, what? He said traded there, drafted there. Just, I was just helping you get ahead of that. Oh, I said Zion. I meant Lonzo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I said yeah, Zion. Fair. I meant Lonzo. Lonzo right. – well, Zion, too. Zion got drafted there, but he wants out. Yep. Whatever. Uh, he hasn't actually said that, but Lonzo got traded there, so you can't be mad at him for wanting out. But mm-hmm. he got surrounded by good pieces, and like 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 we said, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, there's no way that Brandon Ing- Brandon Ingram, there's no way he's staying. No, no, there's no shot, especially if Lonzo leaves. Like seeing Lonzo leave, like like you said, like he comes in the year he comes in, they get the number one overall draft pick. Yeah, they take the number one overall player out of college. Like some are saying like the next LeBron James, this kid, and that's still not enough for you to want to leave. LeBron James didn't even stay in Cleveland and he lived, he grew up in Ohio. You think Zion's going to want to stay in fucking new Orleans? No, yeah. that dude was so upset whenever he got drafted there. Yes, Everyone saw dude, it on you could see it on his face. He is so close going to the Knicks. No, I don't even think he wanted to go there. I think, I, I think at the end of the day, Zion's probably one of those players that is going to chase a ring. And oh yeah. Obviously, being number one overall, the team that you just got drafted to is in no situation to win a championship in the next three years. But yeah, I agree with you. These these Pelican fans, they're they're crazy. They yeah, really I think don't that, I don't understand a, a ring's coming. Yeah, I don't understand also like and and um you know not to just come at their throats, but to come at their throats. What is their even like basketball culture there? Like what do they have? Like, what do the Pelicans have basketball wise that's worth being like, yeah, I'm a Pelicans fan? There's nothing. Literally, it's a revolving door of decent talent. Like, oh, my bad, of good talent. I'll, I'll give them the good talent. Like, that is. They you, draft you, well. 
you draft well. You really do. But it's a rotating door, in and out. Once they've had their ass, they're out. Like, so how long until the Pelicans move out of uh, New Orleans? They won't. It like it, it's gonna. The thing about like New Orleans, at least, is like do you have a draw to the city. You've got reliable fans. Dude. Now, well, I take that. Take that I was gonna say what they have zero basketball culture. I don't know, dude. I just it's new. The city itself is what keeps that team there. They take that underdog. The thing is that the thing about New Orleans that makes um other people like their teams kind of or at least have like a soft spot for the team is a lot mm-hmm. of times they have that underdog um kind of like mantra about them like new orleans they, versus everybody yeah and it's just like you know like let them have something nice kind of thing but yeah. lately man with with the saints being as successful as they have it's like mm-hmm. there's something in the water in new orleans by the way if you're in new orleans do not drink the water but your shit it's don't like stink. there's it's like there's something that shit will stain your sink <laughs> uh, that shit will stain your stomach that's not a joke oh um, my god but it's like there's something in the water that since the saints are good now new orleans fans just it's like they they don't want to embrace the underdog role anymore which makes someone like myself who was otherwise um you know not concerned with any new orleans teams now i hate like all new orleans teams yep know your place you're not yeah, you're not exactly you're, you're not a major team you are you can brag about the saints the saints have success yeah do not brag about the pelicans the pelicans are nothing come down to earth you don't see me saying that the grizz are going to win a championship anytime soon i don't think that and the grizz uh, are probably closer than the pelicans and absolutely the the pelicans have probably better individual players um you Mm -hmm. know in terms of quantity of them but they're not gonna stay there's no way they stay you're not building a core in new orleans you don't see Zion Williams tweeting, I love New Orleans. You see John Morant <laughs> tweeting, I blue heart Memphis. Yeah. And, and and Memphis is still like almost like embracing that underdog role, underdog role, which it seems like New Orleans has just forgotten about. Another quick thing I'd like to go off on about real quick is you Nashville fucks, stop trying to take the Grizzlies to Nashville. There's no reason for them to be there. I don't care that you think that you put all three three teams in that one city. You all are bandwagon fans besides the titans so i don't want you to ruin my grizzlies so listen here we're not coming we're not fucking leaving leave the grizzlies in memphis i'm telling you there's no pyramid in in nashville that's true nashville doesn't have a bass pro shops pyramid Mm -hmm. so nashville teams make the playoffs as of recent let's 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 (laughs) let's get that's another that's another area that probably tinker a little too much with we should be better, or we Thinking are better than good. we are. They have a great quarterback, great running back, but let's, let's uh, come back to a earth great a wide bit. receiver, too. Let's come back to earth for a little bit. Like, your time will come, New Orleans. Your time is gone. Yeah, New Orleans. I'm sorry. The, 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 the biggest glory that you guys are going to have had for the past 25 years and the next 25 years was that Super Bowl 2010, brother. Yes, never forget be a Tracy Porter statue outside of the Superdome. Yep, you should honestly just you should honestly just take a picture of that entire team and and wrap it around the Superdome because that's all you're ever going to see. Drew Brees can throw a football almost as far as I can, and that's not saying much. Exactly. Honestly, and Corey doesn't have to scrape his ass with the ball for it to get that far. Exactly. I don't know what that means. Think about when you like you like lean when you have to like put all your like your body into it. Like it's he's literally like scraping the ground with the ball because he's got to put so much oh, fucking. Okay. Out. Okay. Yeah. He's backing up. So. 
Okay. It's annoying. It's a whatever. I just that was a deep one right there. Yeah, it was a little deep, but it's yeah. whatever. Okay. No, Noodle. It, uh... Yeah, Mac and Breeze, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I I actually like Drew Brees, but I mean he's not gonna win you a, a Super Bowl anymore. I like Drew Brees with the Chargers. You were you were like <laughs> you were like less than like you're like five. I don't that even know. I can't Drew, tell you what year he's with the Chargers. That was the better Drew Brees. Just know that. I like to yeah. win at Purdue. All this to say, New Orleans fans, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Nashville fans stop being so annoying too. Yeah. Nashville's just it's gotten so daggum uppity. <laughs> it's gotten so good. They just went away from what they knew. Country yeah, music. Let's get back to our country anymore. roots. Y'all are playing ice hockey now. Yeah, you think you're you think you're part of the big boys because you got some mm. toothless guys skating around like divas. Yeah, yeah. Canadian. You brought the Canadians down south, and they've just ruined the thing. And they can't touch the stars. They cannot mm-hmm. touch the stars. They cannot touch the stars. All right, should we give should we give New Orleans a break? Yeah, until next week. All right, New Orleans, you guys, we're done with you guys for today. Um, uh, I was gonna say, I know we've kind of like toiled with the idea of changing the name of Sweatbet. Should we? ask for recommendations yeah we might as well we might as well just uh lob that up there yep um actually let's go to ad break okay so get this (laughs) last weekend i'm sitting on my couch i'm talking to my wife and i hear a knock at the door so i look at my wife and i say i swear if it's another one of those adjective motherfuckers asking about moving Anyway, here comes puny Peter to my fucking door. Yeah, just what I want to see. Another guy with an adjective before his name. Doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Anyway, you'll never guess what puny Peter's at my door about. That's right. Puny Peter just moved in. And his whole family's buying up the block. So this motherfucker has the nerve to come in my house and ask me if I know anybody that can help him move in. You know what I do? I grab my phone and I said, well, shit, what the fuck is the movement number? So what do I do? I grab my phone. I dial 601-255-4432. And sure enough, Chris from movement picks up nice as ever. So I scream, the adjective family is buying up the block. You should be paying me, prick. And I hung up on him. He's a nice guy. I really don't hate him. Anyway, I turned to Puny Peter's wife. I kicked the shit out of a shin. I'm pissed off. My cat's going ballistic outside. Anyway, his son jumps on my back and starts clawing me, saying raw and shit. Kid's 19. Anyway, I flip him over my back and start spanking him because it's obvious his daddy never did. I mean, look at this guy, Puny Peter. Who's he going to spank? Anyway, I looked over at Puny Peter and I said, you better visit movementllc.com or email Chris at chris at movementllc.com and that's movement with an I, you prick. All right, guys. Ooh, I came in hot again. I came in too hot again. I'm in so, fire. Absolutely yeah, fire. I know. Right, I'm just Jim. my energy is. I, we just got we got so amped about those New Orleans fans. My energy's through the roof. Absolutely um, heated up. Yeah, Zion's leaving. Uh, anyway, gone. um, because he's gone. 
So obviously, um, with football season ending, the, the betting landscape has kind of changed, right? So with picks coming out, um, it's not as easy to necessarily get picks on a podcast just because, uh, you know, it's primarily like basketball season right mm-hmm. now. And uh, those lines aren't really released that often in the future since they play like every single day. So for picks, those are going to slow down a little bit, uh, probably start coming more through the Twitter verse for those, but that doesn't mean we're done here, right? So this off season, we've got some exciting stuff that we're going to do. Um, starting next week, we're going to start taking a deep dive into a really, f- uh, intense, uh, from what I hear, i me and Delmas are actually completely ignorant on this mm-hmm. subject, but Chris is going to take us on a deep dive of a, uh, interesting betting scandal. Um, so make sure you guys tune in there for that. And then also what Delmas kind of alluded to, and then I cut him off on, uh, is we are considering changing the name, right? We want something, uh, I don't know, maybe a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. We want something weird. No, not weird. actually spice uh, it up. Yeah. But with that being said, we are completely open to, um, suggestions as long as you're nice. Actually, you don't even have to be nice. You know what? Oh, not at flame all. us and we'll be happy to get on here and flame you. So, be super rude to us. Yes, please do. We need to be humbled. Um, but nonetheless, would love some um dude. I'm just straight up dropping um like every three words. Big um guy tonight. Yeah, big um guy. Uh uh um uh, uh. anyway, okay. feel free to send in some suggestions. Um, Delmas, off the top of your head, what's your first suggestion? Um, I, that, yeah, that's just not happening. I don't know. Jeez. I can't do it off of my head. Uh, sweatbeds 2.0. There we go. Uh, no, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we're, so we're about to enter the off season. So won't be Wet quite bets. as many picks coming at you guys, but nonetheless, um, we're still going to have the fire content. We're going to take you guys into some betting history. We might have some people on to educate them about betting. We might have some people on to educate us about betting. Who uh-huh. knows? There's really no telling what's in store. Like I mentioned at the end of 2020, the worst year of our lives thus far. So thus far, yeah. Like, <laughs> as of now, for now. Yeah, 2021 is off to an interesting start. But um, like I alluded to, then we also are planning on um, trying to get a website up and running. And then who knows? I might even stamp like sweat bets or whatever the new name is on a t-shirt someday. You just, sweat or bets. some socks, you know, you just really Ooh. never know where it could go. So two, tube socks. So uh, for those, for all of you loyal listeners out there, we know there's so many of you guys. I can just tell that, you know, it's just booming people listening to me scream into the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening, but I want to encourage you to continue listening. It's about to get super interesting as we take some of these deep dives and uh like subscribe and share no actually on that follow yeah smash that motherfucking like button let's fucking go give me a follow follow us on our other tags too at delmas 14 underscore at kojo 69 420 i like that Uh, and don't forget the law dog the the sea dog dirty dirty cl dirty dirty cl yeah so um Actually, for real, they like connect with Chris on LinkedIn. He needs more connections. Yeah, give Chris some connections. Great producer. He's producing like so many podcasts right now. <laughs> he He's so busy. Love that he still takes time out of his busy week to produce our podcast. Never um, forgets where he came from. 
Yeah, he doesn't forget his roots, and we love that about him. But yeah, mm-hmm. follow us. Also, something else that we've had available for a while that nobody's done. You guys can send in voice clips. So if you want to flame Delmas or myself, I know that we have some New Orleans fans that listen. So please, please, please send in some uh, clips. The link is in the uh, the description of the podcast. Wait, send- when did this happen? Oh, it's been there for. This is you, you guys see. You guys see what I deal with here. Do you guys see what I deal with? Anyway, I'm excited about this now. Yeah, send in, please, please, please send in some um, messages. Flame Delmas, flame me. Yeah, absolutely. Flame dirty, dirty CL. We want it. We welcome it because we're gonna bring the heat right back. Fire, fire, fire. All right. Uh, any last departing messages for our uh, listeners to wrap up the? Um, I got. I don't know the season. Um. It was fun, and the Dolphins are going to be even better next year. It was fun, and we hope the Dolphins make the playoffs next year because we're a big fish pod here. Huge fish pod. Huge fish pod. Ryan Fitzpatrick, please, bro, just come back, work some magic. And uh, Sporting World, seven days away from now, pitchers and catchers report. Ah, snap. Corey's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, like snooze fest. (laughs) Snooze fest. Uh, funny story about that. I was in Phoenix when they had their training camp for the 2020 season Ooh. and uh, right before COVID canceled everything. Should have gone one of those games. Those are sick. I'm too busy working. Cause I'm That's poor. fair enough. Fair enough. But don't worry with these fire picks. I've been giving you guys. We're quitting. <laughs> one of these days, one, of these, uh, one days. of these days I'll be watching the Super Bowl from my recliner. <laughs> Oh, you're going to get a recliner in your hotel room? That's yeah, it. I'm going to just wheel a recliner in here because I'm laid perfect. back. Laid the fuck back. All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's going to wrap up episode 18. Can't wait to take you guys into our exciting offseason. Um, goodbye. Goodbye.